Gundogan, he sat down Sanchez and he scored again. The guy can do no wrong. Welcome back to the 38 and the mini double game week 25 episode and as always I'll be talking through the highlights of the last game week and looking ahead at the game week this weekend which kicks off on Friday. Took a punt this week to captain Bruno Fernandes over players with two games, uh, notably Gundogan, who I have the vice captaincy on. And let's be honest, the 19 points from Gunawan uh, was probably a bit unexpected. Um, at least not expected to be gotten in a single match. So there was really a kick in the balls as far as captaincy went. Uh, but 9 points from my captain is something I will not complain about. Um, also in my team, uh, Creswell and Shaw both returned assist points. Uh, Nick Pope uh, clean sheet in the first match. Diaz did not play the first game but featured in the second but only returned 2 points there. I'm still waiting for his brace of headers. I can just feel that it's coming soon, eventually. Um, Sterling and Inks with an attacking return each as well, and the rest of the, my players had blanks. 90 points all out for me, a green arrow, and the team is looking good for the coming game week. So I'll take that as a win. No wanker of the week this week. Um, didn't have time to get the poll up, but of notable mention here, Liverpool's Alisson. With another howler at the weekend against Leicester, uh, practically gifted uh, Vardy's goal to him. Um, still can't understand the thought process uh, behind that, to rush out with your centre-back, probably having the situation under control. His performance the last two game weeks has been very suspect, and which is a very stark contrast to Edison at City, who provided um, the assist for Gunawan against Spurs. So that's definitely a tale of two keepers there over game week 24. Um, players who caught the eye in game week 24, um, Matt Lawton, scoring his, fir- scoring his first goal of the season and picked quite a time to do it. Um, any other game week, uh, nobody bats an eyelid, but with Burnley playing in the double game week, uh, Lawton scoring is a big deal because almost everyone this week would probably had a decision to make on which Burnley defenders to transfer in for the double. Um, for the record in the last episode, and I'm going to milk this um, as much as I can for this piece of advice, I said to go Lawton over Peters, and the reason was because he was first for attempted assists among Burnley def- defenders, despite not having any attacking returns this season. Um, Aaron Creswell with an assist to Diop, both getting attacking returns and a clean sheet. Um, I've always fancied Creswell as a fantasy asset, so very happy my move for him in my wildcard paid off handsomely this week. Aubameyang finally get playing in that centre-forward role for Arsenal getting a hat-trick against Leeds. Um, also, no thanks to abject, some abject defending from Leeds who didn't really do themselves any favours. Another regular player mentioned in the podcast over the last few game weeks, uh, Harvey Barnes. Another one I'll make credit for. A goal and an assist against Liverpool and averaging 6.7, averaging 6.7 points per game since I first spoke about him in game week 19. And finally, uh, Josh Maja. The guy seen on Netflix, um, two goals in his first start for Fulham, helping them to a shock um, win over Everton at Goodison. Does it tempt me to buy him? Probably not. Now after just one game, um, need to see more of him and Fulham before I would even consider him. Um, I've always advocated to just stay away from Fulham assets and Maja is probably not 
going to change my thoughts on that overnight. So looking ahead at game week 25, uh, an even smaller double game week compared to game week 24 with only Leeds and Southampton playing twice. So it's not something we should get too excited about. Um, the bigger game week, uh, double game week 26, is after that, but we have not yet gotten any confirmation on which teams would feature for the double. Um, just speculation at the moment. Uh, thanks hugely to Ben Kremlin for doing all that hard work and permutations. Like I said last episode, I'm not overly concerned about planning for double game week 26 uh, or too far ahead for that matter. Most of the, most of the players uh, we do have in hand should get a double game week. And I think if we just stick to the best players that we could pos- possibly own in the game, we should probably survive and get decent point returns for 25 and 26. So just the two matches I'd like to touch on this week. Um, the first matchup and key players, of course, has to be Leeds and Southampton. Um, for Leeds, Kelvin Phillips is a doubt for game week 25. And I feel that uh, whether or not he's available should be part of the consideration when thinking of going crazy with Leeds assets. He's currently flagged 50%, um, missed the Arsenal match, and we all know what happened to Leeds there. He's the heart of that Leeds midfield, so losing him for double game week would really affect the FPL outputs of players like Rafinha, Harrison, and Bamford, and even Stuart Dallas. But if you also consider that Southampton is not really in a good place at the moment either, uh, that just might cancel each other out. And I'm probably just overthinking this one, so I don't know, we'll see. Um, But who should we look um, at from Leeds and Southampton this week? Um, Bamford and Ings. Those two are given, in my opinion, um, so I don't think I need to spend too much time talking about them. Rafinha, he's on fire. Um, six attacking returns in five consecutive games. Makes you almost think that he's likely to blank in the next two. But I like Rafinha. He's very direct, uh, flashy, and probably selfish at times. Think Richarlison, but better. Harvey Barnes, but Brazilian. Four goals and six assists so far this season. An alternative and of similar price, uh, Jack Harrison, who plays on the left, the opposite side of Rafinha. Six goals and four assists this season. Uh, with Walker Peters potentially out for Southampton, could be a decent transfer in. And both he and Rafinha are decent fifth midfielders to, to have, whoever you pick, uh, who you can easily bench if you favour a 3-4-3 in future game weeks. Um, Stuart Dallas uh, has been playing in midfield for the last three to four games, if I'm not mistaken. Two attacking returns in the last four uh, coincided with him playing in the midfield. So as an FPL uh, classified defender, anything, any attacking returns from him would be a huge point swing, provided, of course, if Leeds do not concede more than two in a single match. Obviously, James Ward-Prowse from Southampton is one to consider. Vestergaard is back, so you fancy them as a threat from set pieces, for which uh, Ward-Prowse is the one who takes them. And his direct free kicks are just pleasing to the eye. Not so for goalkeepers. Um, I haven't seen a better free kick taker since David Beckham, and I would even say Watt Prowse has the better technique. Not the better player, of course, but from dead balls, he, he is up there. If you fancy a punt, uh, and I have considered this myself, Stuart Armstrong, 5.5 million. Not the flashiest of players, but I fancy his crosses and chances against the Leeds, uh, Leeds defence, and even against Chelsea if he's up against... Uh, Marcos Alonso. Um, primarily, he, he plays on the left, but has since started on the right, um, out of necessity, but still does drift back to the left on occasions. Um, 
And having rewatched uh, Leeds' uh, last few games, they have considered quite a number of goals from that right side of defence. Either goals have been scored or at least attacks have started uh, from that side, uh, which resulted in goals. Um, and again, like Rafinha and Harrison, Armstrong is cheap, so he's benchable after game week 25 you don't, if you don't favour starting five in midfield. Aston Villa and Leicester. Um, Villa won the reverse earlier this season by a goal. And I wouldn't be surprised if they do a double over Leicester this week. Uh, for all the hype over Madison and Harvey Barnes, and I'm guilty of that, um, Leicester have not been too prolific in front of goal recently. Yes, they've scored three against uh, Liverpool, but definitely had generous help from uh, the Liverpool defence in that one. Uh, Villa with Martinez in goal is just a tough uh, nut to crack, so we would really need some brilliance from Madison and Vardy for them to conjure anything out of this one. Madison is, a, is the standout pick for Leicester, in my opinion. Seven returns in the last nine, four goals in that period, and also on set pieces. Uh, Vardy, I don't reckon reckon he'll get much chances. Um, Mings will be all over Vardy in this one, so Vardy will probably have a tough time. Um, Grealish for Villa, we know his quality. Um, Grealish and Traore definitely will have the ability to create chances. And with Watkins uh, probably getting his confidence back, four goals in his last six. I do think there'll be a couple of goals here for Villa in this match. And Villa do have great fixtures ahead, including a possible double game week in 26. So it's probably best to hang on to Villa assets at the moment if you do have them. Leicester, also possible uh, double game week in 26 and a great run of fixtures up to game week 28. Uh, my current plans for the mini double game week 25, um, I wild carded in game week 24. Uh, with game week 25 in mind, so I'm actually quite set for the game week. Um, currently, I have four double game week 25 players, uh, Rafinha, Dallas from Leeds, and Ings and Vestergaard from Southampton. So at the moment, I'm focusing on maybe getting Salah in for Raheem Sterling or Sun. Um, Liverpool is probably not in the best of forms right now, but the move is more to attack the fixtures. Uh, with their fixtures easing up uh, after Everton this week. And I could probably resist making any moves this week. Um, appealing fixtures for Liverpool, um, Sheffield United, Fulham and Wolves after Everton and a possible double in 26. Um, Salah himself is not exactly too convincing, but a goal in the Champions League in midweek could be the confidence uh, booster that he needs going into the derby and for the coming weeks. Um, if not Salah, I'm looking at Stuart Armstrong as a possible transfer in as a punt. As I mentioned, I like his chances against Chelsea and Leeds, who will definitely give opponents uh, chances to score. Uh, but having already owned two Southampton players, I'm wary about going with three this week. But if I did, I would actually consider dropping Vestergaard to the bench in order to play Armstrong. Uh, but I'll leave the decision late. Um, Having two transfers in game week 26 uh, would be very beneficial if I need to mix up my team for the expected double in that game week. Captaincy candidates for game week 25. So obviously the players with uh, two games will be popular this week, or at least they will be widely considered for the armband. Danny Ings, Danny Ings for me has to be the one um, if you're going for a double game week player. 
very prolific, um, should get chances against Leeds. And I feel he has a chance to get at least one attacking return against Chelsea as well. Uh, Danny Ings is uh, definitely a bonus point uh, magnet, uh, especially when he scores. So I'm probably looking at um, 15 points max over two games, uh, which would be a decent re- captain return in my opinion. Bruno Fernandes, again, uh, playing for Newcastle, playing against Newcastle, um, scored that brilliant goal in Game Week 34. I think United will be too much for Newcastle to handle this week. Um, there's no one else you would captain in that United team at the moment. So Bruno Fernandes, it is for me, um, like Ings, maybe a possible 15 points in that game. Rafinha of Leeds, uh, my third captaincy candidate uh, for this week. Um, has been playing very well of late and is currently less than 5% owned. Uh, to my surprise, um, he definitely could get some decent returns from uh, Southampton and Wolves uh, this week as well. Out there, captain pick for Game Week 25 or differential captain. Um, last week's poll uh, had Pope uh, and he duly returned 10 points. This week, I put up James Ward-Prowse, Stuart Dallas, James Madison and Jack Grealish uh, up in the poll. And almost 70% of the votes went to Stuart Dallas. Well, it's a decent shout. He has been playing midfield lately and he's been very attacking uh, when playing there. I don't fancy any clean sheet points from Leeds this week though. So a Dallas captaincy, you're probably going to have to rely on attacking returns from him in those two matches. It's decent, like I said. Um, so if you're looking for a punt this week, Dallas is not a bad shout. But for me, I think just by owning Dallas is good enough this week. But who knows? Early deadline this week with Leeds and Wolves playing on Friday. Goodness, this bird is annoying me. <laughs> okay, like I said, Early deadline this week. Um, the first match is Leeds versus Wolves on Friday, so please don't get caught out by the dead de- by the early deadline. Um, so that's it for me and for this week's episode. As always, thank you for listening, and I hope you enjoyed the episode. Please follow the pod on Twitter and on any streaming platforms that you're listening to the pod on. Good luck for the game week, and I'll talk to you guys next week. May your arrows be green and points be in the hundreds. Cheers.